0: Welcome sir or madam to the PJ Party Podcast for the first week of January in 2018.
1: We're doing an intro right now. I Hi. Didn't tell you I you didn't know tell you. that I was not paying attention it. but we're here. <laughs> we our yeah. brains are
0: good. Yeah. You focused, back. right? You're yeah. Wo- yeah, you welcome back too.
1: Well, yeah, it took me a week to get uh even then I'm still kind of foggy from the holidays, but <laughs> Fully. We're, we're getting there. I
0: didn't really talk to you um, right off the hop there, but did you have a resolution that you're doing? Uh,
1: no, I don't really do resol. <sighs> I kind of think about, like, what do I want to accomplish, I guess, in the year. So I guess mm-hmm. that is a resolution, but I don't mm-hmm. really hold myself to it. No, and that's to I want to make more things. I want to get more crafty. Yep, good. And um, I want to uh, continue to go do physical activity. Yeah,
0: good. Because you were already on doing that. You were on the path. I, it's not like you have to reset everything. anything. I enjoy anyway.
1: physical activity, yeah. But, I mean, just to continue it and make sure I just stay on there, it's easy to hop off that. Completely. So I am one of those people who are getting a gym membership in January. <laughs> <for you. laughs> but uh, as much as I don't want to admit it, yes, I, I am doing that. It's How a
0: cliche you? thing. But, no, I think it's a good thing. The second half of the entire year, this happens to me every year, mm. you completely fall off the wagon. I, like, have this little app on my phone that tracks your weight, okay? So every morning you wake up, you have a big poop, but then before you eat breakfast, you weigh yourself. And that is an accurate reading of, like, what you weigh, okay? And I can map it over the year. You saw I was like, okay, January, doing real good, doing real good. And I know the date. I went to a wedding and I completely fell off the wagon. Mm. And I you guys saw my weight just like go down, 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 up, and then stay up and just be up for the rest of the year. And then, of course, you roll into the, through the holidays and Halloween and there's candy everywhere and yeah. you're getting fed everything and there's booze at every party, right? And you just get fat for the second half of the entire year. Okay, January 1st, reset time. Get your shit together uh-huh. and, you know, get it and, and be okay again. And whether it's getting back in the gym, for me in the pool because I like swimming or it's like eating healthier again packing lunches saving money all that stuff Yeah. now is the time and that's why resolutions are these days so I don't think it's too dumb or cliche at all
1: okay well I like that man I could not get into weighing myself though I would obsess over that <laughs> I haven't weighed myself since I was in like a, a fight like the boxing fight and I had to and yes. we had to look at yeah. our weight all the time and yeah. it was so you get so easily obsessed over it I know so watch that just make changes yeah get healthy but Man, that sounds dangerous
0: It's a thing to yeah, that's right for some people, I think it could become an unhealthy obsession. Yeah. I definitely feel down too if I like go a day and I'm just like, yeah i' like I worked out yesterday and I ate really healthy, and then oh my God, if the weight goes up the next day, I'm like in a funk in a mood for. Oh man, half the day. Per well, minute. there are so
1: many factors that go into your weight. It's not just like I ate a bag of chips and I gained two pounds. That's not how it works. You could drink a lot of water. You can have gone pee, muscle mass, you know? So don't obsess over it.
0: So you're right. You're 100% right about all those things. But also, there is a science too. If you do weigh yourself every day, you get a really good, um, you chart it, right? On this yeah. app, and you get a really nice like line graph, and you can look at trends and uh, track what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong if you want to drop a few pounds.
1: That's that's true. It kind of k- kicks you in the butt a little bit. A
0: little bit, yeah. yeah. It keeps you accountable. But that's the whole thing, and if you're New Year's resolutioning as well, good for you. But, you know, it's not just that. It's like it's a whole kind of get your shit together type of way for me, you know? Like, yeah. Even today at work, I was like tidying like a folder on a computer that just had gotten crazy and sprung everywhere, and there's all these files that are all a mess. So I took 10 minutes today, and I was like, hey, New Year, new me. Get your <laughs> shit together. And kind of tidied it up, right? Little things like that that the new year kind of breeds.
1: Okay, I do have a resolution that I'm sticking to. Okay. Making my bed in the morning. It is so nice to come home to a made bed. (laughs) I never realized those little things. It's so nice. So I've been doing that for like five days now. And I'm feeling really good. And I think it's an easy goal that I can maintain throughout the year.
0: Jay Cobra is in the room with us as well right now. Do you have any resolutions for 2018? I, the fitness thing always comes up because Mm -hmm. like both of you said... You think about it as you go towards summer, mm-hmm. I would love to have a nice bikini bod. <laughs> um, so I Girl, you've got a
1: bikini bod. Put oh.
0: a bikini on <laughs> your on body. It. That's it's how it goes. <laughs> Put it on. Everyone's got a bikini body. Me, you, everybody. It's
1: true. It's true. paul has got true. a bikini bar- body. Sure but you know what? Sure one thing is. I've never actually had and I want to achieve this year is actually have like a little bit of an ab. Like not, not a six pack, but just enemies. one ab. Just like one. Yeah, just one.
0: one sol- I've got one ab. There it is. <laughs> that's all one but, big ad.
1: But otherwise, uh, I'm getting into making dog treats like as a, a thing to raise money for my dog. And so um, that's a resolution is to make uh, all sorts of different kinds of dog treats. Things, cool. Jerky, all sorts of stuff. I Jade, I'm that. really excited about that. And mm-hmm. I think you, yeah, you should put them up at the front desk at the Zone. Oh. And people can, uh, when they pick up prizes, can come, like, buy, you know, a couple dog treats as well. Yeah. because yeah, actually be, wouldn't be a hard They'll thing be thing to good do. ones. And they'll, yeah. and they'll just be for my dogs, vet bills, really, if they ever come up. Just little proceeds kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. so that's my resolution is to just really get into it. I got a dehydrator and everything. Nice
0: girl. <laughs> um, So I mentioned I didn't, we didn't get to talk about this, you know, earlier in the week because uh, that was a weird, like a schedule rigmarole today or this week. And that's why on this week's PJ Party podcast, you're going to actually hear uh, me along with Jason Lamb because mm-hmm. I was uh, doing morning show this week for a couple of days.
1: Yeah, who else you did were... I add in there? I don't know if I'm gonna Caleb did I was very lonely. yeah, I, I didn't have a co-host, <laughs> so I was like bringing random people from around the office in to help me make radio. but I'm not sure if you're gonna be hearing any of them. If you do hear a mystery voice, it might be Caleb. Love, Caleb. Yeah.
0: So that's cool. And then you by yourself for a bit, and then we get back together at the end of the week. So it's kind of all a jumbled mess, but that's the niceness, beauty of the PJ Party podcast this week.
1: We're a jumbled mess. Enjoy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is national news. The weather bomb is hitting pretty much all parts of our country, Canada.
1: Yeah, even here in Victoria. So we're going to hit the streets and ask them what they think about the weather bomb.
2: I couldn't believe when I walked outside today. It was actually a little bit grayer than usual. It was exceptionally mild weather. I thought I felt a breeze, but actually there wasn't a breeze. I might have felt a drop of rain, and that would be mildly inconvenient.
0: Had a really uh, great holiday. I hope you did as well, Lambo.
3: I had a lot of fun, yeah. A little too much fun a couple times.
0: Yeah, me too. I I had a very... I went home to my uh, grandmother's house in Ontario and a lot of family around there and had a very, uh, like, an over-the-top, very stereotypical family holiday. Right. Which is kind of nice. Like, all the cliches were kind of checked off. It was (laughs) like, Italian grandmother force-feeding me, like, way too much food. Right. Checked. That was a big one. It was like, oh, my God. Every meal is three courses. Right. Like breakfast (laughs) has three courses and there's wine at every meal right and uh, it was just way too much food I think I put on easily 5 to 10 pounds in a week wow being in my grandmother's house it's insane the amount of food and then I had this very stereotypical thing as well because I have a lot of family who uh, live in the states and in kind of mm, middle America right and immediately sat down at this one meal with his uncle who I really like Mm -hmm. but he came at me hard with the like political chat. Oh. He wanted to talk to me. Oh, Trump. Yeah. Yeah. And um I'm trying to put this delicately, but you know, when someone comes at you from the exact like exact political opposite that you oh, dear. that you enjoy every day, that yeah. you think is kind of the way the world is Measurable and you know you can't think, but, yeah. yeah, right. That's just, you know, you go through your life thinking this is the way it is. And uh, he comes at you saying the exact opposite and like really swinging do you know what I mean? Like really <laughs> believing that stuff. And uh, oh my God, you know, like, he hit all the points like within the first few minutes. Hey, by the way, climate change, who cares? Oh, not man. a thing, right? Like things that we, you and I kind of take for granted and where we live and the circles we run and everything like that. He was just like, global warming is not real. I don't believe in it. Oh no. Right? Yeah. And so not even to spark a political conversation here now, but like, how do you do that? How do you? How do you deal with the relative? It's a very common thing. There's a million, million jokes. How do you deal with your uncle, your politically opposite uncle at Christmas time? And that's know. exactly what I was dealing with. Yeah. How did you deal with it? I wanted to just ask him questions mm-hmm. and ask him questions because I didn't want, number one, I don't want to fight. Yeah. I don't get into political conversations. I have very strongly held political beliefs. Yes. I don't fight about them on the internet. Right. I don't want to fight about them with my relatives. Yeah. I like this person. hmm He's in my family by marriage. Yeah. Don't want to yell at him He just, him just has idiotic views. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah, yeah. His whole, and his whole family's like that. Yeah. So what do you do? I, so I was gonna, I was armed with the fair enoughs. Right? <laughs> Even as I was getting ready, because yeah. that's a, a trick too, right? It's yeah. like if someone comes at you, just be like, hey, fair enough. Yeah. Pass the gravy. <laughs> Try and move on like that. So I was just asking him more and more questions and like, like letting him spin. And he just, you know, was parroting to me his indoctrination stuff that, you know, he believes. right? And then um, it kind of got cut short. We were leaving the place we were having dinner at and I just kind of went to my sister and had like a, oh my god. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, And she was like, I
3: know because she lives close to them. Wow. And that was it. That was all I did. So I, he's a climate change denier.
0: He hates climate change. Yeah. Was yeah. it,
3: was it, what was it that Trump tweeted last week? Something about that it was so cold in the East Coast they could really use some global warming. Ha <laughs> ha. Yes. Yeah.
0: God. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and that was the other thing, too. I was trying to, when I was engaging, I was trying to make kind of like uninflammatory statements that I thought would kind of lead him to more reasonable things. And right. then he would catch himself mm-hmm. saying something reasonable. So I would say something like, uh, hey, I really like science. Yeah. <laughs> and he would come back at me with uh, scientists are a bunch of quacks. Right. And I would say, hey, I would love to see uh, your country. Because he's an American. Here's yeah. the other thing, too, right? He's, I was like, I can't come. It's not my president. It's not my farm. Yeah, yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Not my pig, not my farm. And, uh, and he would, uh, and I would say stuff like, oh, I would love to see you guys really invest in some really great new technologies. I would love to see your country, America, be a leader yeah. in new technologies and green technologies. And uh, he had something come back for me with that as well. Right. Baloney. Now we've got to bring back the coal. Yeah, <laughs> the coal. Yeah, yeah. I started to see him fidget when I mentioned coal. I was like, because you kind know, of no one's buying your coal, okay. and uh, he kind of like had a little twitch, and then we had to leave the Applebee's. <laughs> so <laughs> he was like, okay. Wow. And then he said, to we continue?" But we never got back into it. So it's like, what do you do? What do you do? And it's like I'm trying to stay with this from a point of, doesn't matter where you are in the political spectrum, you're going to mm, have family members that are opposite, mm-hmm. and how do you deal with it? That's true. Yeah, it's hard. It's a tough one.
1: Happy New Year. Thank you for being in the zone. My name is Jenny West. I'm flying solo again. Um, but we're just going to keep on moving. The show must go on. Uh, today, I actually saw something that was really interesting on uh, my favorite place on the Internet right now, which is the Victoria subreddit. A Redditor called Segaris88 created their fantasy Victoria rapid transit map. And it would be amazing if this thing were real. Oh, my gosh. So they're thinking like a SkyTrain from Belleville. So, you know, like right by the legislature all the way up to Swartz Bay. But it branches off as well, going out to Langford and to UVic. So that would just solve so many traffic problems. It would be incredible. I'm going to post it on our Facebook page so you can check it out. But, Paul, what do you think about it? Oh, never mind. Oh. One of my uh, favorite places is Iceland. I've never been. I do dream of going there one day. Um, But they are actually on the top of the global gender gap index. They are number one. They have the first ranking. They're doing pretty well with equality when it comes to gender. And uh, as of last year, Icelandic women on average earned 14 to 18 percent Less than men. That was in 2016, right? So, I mean, yeah, there still is a gap, but it's pretty small in comparison to the rest of the world. And they are doing huge things to try and make that gap a little bit smaller. Starting this year, they have actually through a new law and that is for it to be illegal for men to earn more than women in the same job and any comparable job that is that's pretty huge that's amazing i want to know your thoughts though what do you think of that is that something you'd like to see in canada as well
2: i'm totally for it if you're doing the same job you should get the same pay
1: right exactly
2: but I'm also for open competition. Okay. I don't believe we should hold positions for minorities and women. So best person for the job and the same pay is...
1: Regardless of their gender, regardless of their ethnicity, just whoever yeah. is more more qualified yeah. for the job.
2: I think in today's society, like in the... Earlier on in the 70s and 80s, maybe I had to do that. But now, today's society, I don't think we need that. Yeah. I think you hire the person that's most qualified for that opening. That, yeah. I had this talk with my wife and she goes, I don't understand why women take less. And she's like, if somebody, if I was doing books or accounting for someone and they said, I'm going to pay you less, mm. she just wouldn't do it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, a lot of the time you just don't know that you're getting paid less. Oh, once you kind of disclose that and have to prove how much you're paying your employees?
2: I think that's an awesome law they're putting in.
1: Yeah, it should be interesting to see how that Rolls out. I think and it
2: should just be open competition and that job pays this much. Exactly. And the person who's most qualified at the time gets it. Well, thank All
1: you right. for calling in. Appreciate it. Yep. Have a good
0: one. Bye. Do you know what, Jason? It was uh, New Year's Eve the other day. Yes. And do you know what we saw this New Year's Eve? I think it's really momentous and a little attention deserves to be paid to, to this. We saw for the first time in, I think, decades and decades a change in the way that we celebrate this holiday and the way that we ring in the new year. Okay. How many years has it just been the same thing over and over again? Right. Uh, here it comes, everybody. Counting down. Because yeah. it's fun. Five, this is my four, yeah. theory last year. I realized this is like, whoa, the reason we're all out, the reason we put so much stock into this holiday is because everyone just likes counting backwards from 10. It is fun. <laughs> yes. Right? And then... uh the you the, blow the thing Brrr, happy new year you kiss somebody and then Auld Lang Syne which I really like and mm-hmm. then maybe you, got, you watch a ball drop that how, how long has that just been what we do forever this year I don't know how this happened but it was this how did this happen almost every party that I saw on social media yeah People counting down the new year did it with this. That thing, that meme that was going around. If you start the song at 11.57, 14 or whatever, right. yes. then
3: exactly at midnight will be the drum solo of right. uh, in the air tonight.
0: This was the first, the original I saw. it was this, For some reason, but that was a meme bunch caught on. There was a ton yeah. of different, yeah. different things. I saw the one is like, if you start Forrest Gump at a certain time. Oh. Uh, <laughs> if you start Forrest Gump at a certain time. Uh, Then at exactly midnight, it's that scene where uh, Lieutenant Dan is in the bar and he's super depressed on the 1980. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And it's Forrest Gump leans over and yells, Happy New Year, Lieutenant Dan. Right. Right at the New Year. Okay. Right? But for some reason, it was the Phil Collins and the drum beat that that's how so many people rang in the New Year. And is this going to be a tradition now? Is this the year we momentously change how we ring in the New Year? it's not a bad thing. I don't think it is either. Is this it? Oh, there it is. Happy New Year. That's, it's not going to catch him. No, 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 It's no, a no. one-time thing. <laughs> you ever do that polar bear swim, Jason? No, God, no. No? You never would? No, not in a million years.
3: Why would you do that to yourself?
0: It was gr- I've done it, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure
3: it's great. It's oh.
0: really good even when you do the big party, the New Year's party, and you're all like, oh, I feel gross and all that. Yeah. You get up early. You drag yourself out of bed. You you know you nurse that horrible, horrible hangover. Mm-hmm. But you go to the beach. Um, I did it at a private beach when I did it, so it was only like me and some friends. Oh, okay, but I like too when you do it at like with all the other people when there's all there. There's hundreds of people all splashing around, cheering yeah. each other on, and everything. Right. Yeah, go for it. I, it's you not my run in, thing. You, it's yeah. like, oh, it's it's not even a shock to the system. It's not even so bad. It feels really good, actually. What it feels like. It's like a fresh purge of everything that's gross yeah. inside of you. You've you've got all that like you know when you wake up and you're feeling gross. Uh, do you remember that I did. It's like purges it out of you and you're like you come out alive. You're like, ah! it feels really good.
3: Okay, I did a dunk tank a couple years ago in March. Remember that at the Mayfair Mall parking lot? Yes, and it was freezing cold, yeah. and it was miserable. I wouldn't want to do that again ever. That was that's I guess the closest thing I've done to a polar bear swim. It was that cold. And that was for really? charity too. Yeah, it was freezing. It was March
0: and it was cold water. Nobody needs that. Mm. It's really good for you, actually. You know, there's like whole cults of people who do the like the freezing cold water thing. Don't people have heart attacks? No. Mm. Yes, they do. Okay. I'm talking about like in the shower when you have like a freezing cold shower. You ever do that two in the morning? Purge.
3: I've had cold showers. Yeah. Right.
0: And like it gets you. It's good for your body. It's supposed to be good for a whole bunch of reasons. Right. And for your mental state as well, right. when you're just like, I've put my mind to do this thing. It is uncomfortable at first, right. but I know that it's good for me, right? Put mm-hmm. you in a mindset for your whole day. I see. I got you. So it's that a of, of, a cold shower is a little different than
3: jumping in a lake that's like, you know, closed half the year for fecal chloroform counts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: uh, uh, news green algae to start your new <laughs> uh, okay new year.
0: That's not what it's to do with. That's not why you're not doing it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not doing it because
3: I'm scared to because it's
0: freezing. Um, it is a lot of fun. Uh, this year, though, you know what? It was even too cold for polar bear swimming like, across Canada. The, like, the Arctic chill and everything. Yeah, yeah. It was so brutal. They had one here, though. Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Yeah. In Vancouver, too.
0: Well, there you go. I, if you didn't do it this year, I can't recommend highly enough. And one, one of these years, I'm going to convince you, and we're going to go and do it together. We're hold hands. Bear swim start the new year right for yeah. once. Okay, then like uh I even I had this weird urge the entire time I was in Ontario. Um and we got the cold snap as much as you've been hearing about across the country, right? Mm-hmm. Snow banks Yeah. Um just even in the in like the backyard and around in the yard in my grandmother's place, snow banks up to uh, my shoulder. Okay. Wow. Almost. Yeah. And then across the street where the you know it was a big parking lot and a plow had done it. There was a snowbank that was taller than the building, than the actual like, plaza there. That's crazy. It was, yeah, yeah. massive, just all this snow. And, uh, but I always had this urge to get down into my ginch mm-hmm. and jump into the snowbank. Right. Like in that puffy white snow. Don't you always, Don't you have a little bit of that feeling? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that would be exciting. Well, I mean, there's, that cold. Like and jump, then,
3: it's the same as jumping into a pile of leaves and stuff. Like, yeah, it's there. I don't know about the ginch part. I don't need, why, do why do you need to strip down to your ginch to do it?
0: You know, the other mm-hmm. weird thing I noticed? What's that? In Ontario, in like that like, side of the country, yeah. they say gitch. Gitch. Instead of ginch. Oh, what about gaunch? I've heard gaunch. gaunch. But uh, I'm a ginch man.
3: Right. <laughs> yes, this is, we all know that.
2: <laughs> Going back to that polar bear thing, have you heard of a guy called Wim Hoff?
0: No. Who's this?
2: So he's called the Iceman. He has uh, more cold weather records than anyone else in the world. Really interesting about any of the like cold and what he's accomplished and kind of how he's baffled science. And they're lagging behind trying to figure out how and why and everything like that.
0: So, Cole's notes, what's his big thing? Like, why is cold water and doing a polar bear swim so good for you?
2: Well, I mean, you look at the Scandinavians, they have that whole cold and sauna thing. And then, uh, so it goes into, I guess, there's cold shock proteins and heat shock or whatever they're called. There's some real benefits to putting your body, I guess, to the extremes, like below a certain temperature for a certain period of time. And you get some immune benefits and a bunch of other stuff that's, Pretty cool when you get right down to it, considering it's your own body and it's not a pill you're sticking in your mouth.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs>
2: he takes the uh, producer and the interviewer along and puts them through this little regiment and then sticks them in a freezing cold body of water and hikes them basically naked to the top of a mountain. <laughs> so <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, it's pretty awesome. You got you got to watch it.
0: Yeah. So that's where yeah. you lose me. It's the endurance stuff. Like <clears throat> even sitting in a sauna, I kind of get, I'm like, okay, I've been in here for five minutes. I'm schwitzing, I need to get out, you know, like, I love a blast, that's why I love the polar bear swim, you run in, you dive in, you feel the shock, you run out, you get into a towel, and you go home and sit by the fire, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, like, running up a mountain naked, freezing cold?
2: But, but, I mean, it's interesting because it's all mind over matter.
1: I've been seeing more and more stories about glitter. Mm. Um, there, there have been talks about actually banning glitter because when it gets in our oceans and everything, it's just no good and right. it's killing fish because it is microplastics, right? Right. But over the Christmas holiday, a woman she went to the hospital because she was having this crazy pain in her eye, and it started like getting like a lesion, and it was growing, oh, and God. she couldn't really see. It turns out that she got glitter from one of her Christmas cards. Gouged into her eye, and it like Ugh. cut her cornea, Ugh. and she almost went blind in that eye. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so I'm just hearing that glitter is no good,
0: and glitter can
1: kill, and it's
0: just you know we might need to talk more about glitter. I think so too, because that's the last thing you want to lose an eye or your potentially your life to yeah. something so stupid. Glitter. I mean, we've been
1: killing fishes with glitter for so long, and soon humans may die from S- it too. You're killing each other.
0: Yeah. I think we need like more public service announcements about the dangers of glitter. Absolutely. The year is 2075. You're in a hospital on a spaceship, and the doctor walks up to you and says this.
1: Well, we have some good news. The vacuuming was a success, and we were able to get around two pounds of glitter from your grandmother's eyeballs and lungs and other parts of her body. But the bad news is she's still very sparkly, and we still have
0: work to do, and she might not survive. (laughs) Remember when you're standing in the card aisle to say no to Glitter. A message from GlitterKills2018.ca Paul Plastino, Jenny West. In the Afternoon Zone. Uh, Jen and I did a little traveling over the holidays. Yeah. I spent the night in the Toronto Pearson Airport. You did? I flew in at midnight. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And my flight to a small town where I'm from in the north there of Ontario didn't leave until 8.30 in the morning.
1: Oh, what'd you do with your time? Did you find a good place to sleep?
0: Yeah, I wish that there was like a decent place to sit down even, but it's just like the most uncomfortable airport seats or the ground. I chose the ground for a lot of it. Yeah. And I just put, you know, luckily there was Wi-Fi, but I did a dialed up, you know, to some TV shows on Netflix or whatever and just yeah. like tried, I think I got like 26 minutes of sleep. That was it. All night long.
1: They should have little like nap cubbies or something in there.
0: That would be great.
1: They had those at BCIT in the library. Really? Yeah. Why I never used those. Oh, it was after your time. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I am looking at a thing right now about like some uh, you know just regular airports that have really nice features. And what would you dream of having? Because yeah, I spent uh, it, you know eight hours, eight and a half hours overnight in that airport, and then on the way back, even I spent. Oh, my plane was delayed. I think I spent like four hours again in the Toronto Pearson. And by the way, Pearson has nothing mm-hmm. in it. It's it's like a hallway with a few shops. And then not even that many restaurants. Like Vancouver's airport blows Toronto's airport even out of the water. And Vancouver isn't that special. Yeah. But something. What would you want? Wi Fi was nice.
1: Yeah, Wi Fi. Appreciated that. But something. Either like a lounge chair, something that like, you could put. Because they always have, yeah, those yeah. like chairs that have the armrests that stop you from lying down at all. Like a nice loungy chair with mm-hmm. like, kind of like, yeah, or a nap cubby. Actually, maybe I wouldn't even go in those because those are kind of sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> you never know, <laughs> you right? Can a walk nap. Behind you. Yeah. Um, that's all i don't know Ma- a, like a good place to get a drink
0: helps yeah, yeah for sure here's a couple of things on that note uh the one in uh munich mm-hmm. in germany has its own brewery a like, brewery like a brew pub, airport you know, brew yeah seriously cool um some uh, bring in dogs some airports bring in dogs to like unstress you that's a great thing go to the dog place and just pet a dog for a while uh down in san Francisco. I really like this, actually. They have this whole thing where it's like mind, body, soul. So for your body, they have purified water bottle filling stations. Rehydrate. For the mind, they have an accredited art museum. Hmm. Yeah, that's something that, you know, you can just do. You can just wander around in like a little museum going on, take a look at some art, something to stretch your legs and go and do something instead of just staring in your phone or just sitting
1: and then people can actually see the art from all over the world which is kind of cool too yeah
0: right? yeah uh and then for seoul i guess they have a first ever airport yoga room hmm. which the more i thought i was like oh yeah, yoga but the more i thought about it, it was just like okay say i'm getting off a flight that was four hours and i'm getting on another flight and who knows where that's going whatever isn't that the best thing for your body to do a little stretching it out?
1: Oh, yeah. You're all cramped up from sitting in the same spot for six hours?
0: Yeah. It's so good. I'm really into that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, in the Wellington Airport, New Zealand, they have all these life size Lord of the Rings statues. <laughs> and I saw that and I was just like, I want to go to New Zealand right now. I was just like if I visit the airport. It'd be fine. It's to spend the night there, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. The uh, gold medal game for the uh, World Juniors of hockey goes today. Yeah. Sweden versus Canada tonight at 4 o'clock Pacific time. You know who's into World Junior Hockey? The ropes. The ropes. Go Canada, my favorite hockey team. Kick the Swedes' ass and ruin all their dreams. (laughs) Use power, plays, and power and chase and set up a good screen from far away oh canada i'm yelling at my team go! <laughs> god keep your heads no stupid penalties go
2: canada and ruin out
0: bring home the gold oh, everybody yeah, yeah. that's Ruin good. their dreams <laughs> 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 it's one thing to hear it cuz great job great job but uh, he's wearing a hockey helmet
1: yeah
0: with straps undone is so dangerous adds to the yeah mystique of it all doesn't it? yeah with his hair and his straps Flowing. And then also the shoulder pads. No shirt. Yep. Great combo. Great look. Really. And his eyes all like
1: bulging. <laughs> and- yeah, there's veins on his neck, which adds <laughs> to it as well. And-
0: I hope this is how he's watching the game tonight. Oh, yeah. And I hope somewhere in public.
1: Yeah, maybe at my chosen cafe, where he usually <laughs> stays.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: Oh, love you, Jesse.
2: Oh, hey, yeah. I was just listening to uh play the Jesse Roper version of Old Canada there. Yeah. And, uh, Not that it reminded me of, but but I was going to kick out of, uh, there was a CSL game in the States, and they had an American guy sing, Oh, Canada. Oh, boy. And it went something like this. Oh, Canada, (laughs) we stand on God for thee. And it just, it fails from there. It's just so bad.
1: Did he at least get all the words right?
2: Yeah, mostly, yeah, but uh, as far as how they went, he totally failed.
0: He tried to croon it. Yeah yeah see, this is the thing that bossman Johnny feels very strongly about is that oh Canada is kind of a march, and that's yeah. why when he sang it before a Salmon Kings game, he was very he was like, you know swinging his arm, not on the ice because he got too nervous, but beforehand when he was um, rehearsing and when he was yelling at all of us how he was going to do it, he was like swinging his arm like he was marching in a band like down a parade route. Right on. So that's the real way I would like, you know, a lot of guys try to put a little habanero pepper on Oh Canada, and they're like, <laughs> and it's like, guy, just belt it out and get off, would you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was- What's interesting here is, um, you know, and even as I, I watch it too, I kind of had the little, like, the twinge of like, is that okay to do to, like, satirize the national anthem? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, even, let me read you this text message we got okay. from a zoner who writes... Uh, I see no humor in making national anthems into satires and find extreme offense to it. Please refrain from playing that garbage again.
1: Oh.
0: Mm -hmm. So, I looked it up. Listen to this. Okay. The National Anthem Act specifies the lyrics and melody of Canada, placing both of them in the public domain, both the melody and the lyrics. Okay. Okay. Allowing the anthem to be freely reproduced or used as a base for derived works including musical arrangements. Uh, okay. There are no regulations governing the performance of O Canada, leaving citizens to exercise their best judgment.
1: Okay, so it's kind of person to person, so some people might be offended by it and some people might not.
0: But according to the act, according to the actual like, law on the books, it's like if you feel, if you're a Roper and you feel like singing the national anthem with funny words about beating Sweden in a hockey game, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. Citizens to exercise their own best judgment.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: interesting. I I see why. Like, I get what some people would maybe take offense to it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I guess, you know, a borderline anarchist with reverence for nothing. <laughs> so I don't care. I thought it was funny. Yeah. But uh, but there you go. On the books, it's okay to do.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I I wouldn't have personally seen it as offensive, but it could have hurt someone. Maybe, I don't, I don't, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I always find it funny when things like that, because it's like
1: It's never meant, I don't, yeah. The
0: don't f- the ideals and the freedoms behind the song mm-hmm. would make it such, would make it as such that you could, in this wonderful free country of ours, have some fun with a song. And
1: especially make it to something that's so Canadian, like hockey. Right? right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's always so, fun. Anyways, fun. yeah, interesting think about it. Mm-hmm. I love the national anthem, too, by the way. Again, like I say, like I have reverence for not much, but I do love the anthem. It's a I, good like, anthem. We are really lucky. You listen to the Olympics and all the other anthems from around the world. We have got it dialed in. I've said that. Top three anthems. Us, the States. Mm-hmm. Great anthem. Star Spangled Banner is great. And Australia's.
1: Yeah, you really like Australia's, eh?
0: I love Australia's yeah. national anthem. This is Quarter to News in the Afternoon Zone.
1: Here's Jenny West. The BC Lottery Corporation says someone in Victoria purchased an exact 10-digit match in its guaranteed prize draw on the Lotto 649 draw. Mm. That means one lucky ticket holder is holding $1 million in their hands, but they haven't come forward to get their prize yet. So um, go check your ticket. It could be you. And if it is, then you can think about me and maybe Paul, too.
0: Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. A million dollars. Yeah. You would almost be able to buy a downtown condo.
1: Mm, not quite 700
0: square feet <laughs> could maybe almost but maybe. not quite be yours
1: <laughs> congratulations we'll
0: get a mortgage for the rest of it
1: <laughs> Uh, The Premier of Ontario is accusing the children of Tim Horton's billionaire co-founder of bullying their employees by reducing their benefits in response to the province's increased minimum wage. In a letter to workers at two Tim Horton's restaurants in Ontario, Ron Joyce Jr. and Jerry Horton Joyce said that the staff would have to pay a portion of the costs for dental and health benefits to offset the jump in the minimum wage. Premier Kathleen Wein wine when when thank you uh says if joyce jr wants to change the ontario government policy he should come directly to her and not take it out on its workers yeah yeah and then on top of that too they've um stopped giving paid breaks for lunch and and coffee and everything too so they're really cutting corners and and trying to make i guess you know a point but it's not the way to do it
0: as well and I, And there's another story that's floating around right now. there's this this place called the Sunset Grill, which is a chain in Ontario, mm-hmm. I guess that was rolling back or, or was like taking more tips mm-hmm. from their employer employees. You know, it's a tip pool, but it feels like but the actual servers will end up making way less money, and yeah. even with the minimum wage increase and all that. I hate to see this, yeah, especially when it's like chains like this who you know are doing okay. you know they're profitable. You know these people again, as the heirs to the founders are doing great. They're the ones that are spearheading the one, the, these policies that claw back money from their employees. It's like, mm-hmm. why are you doing this? I always wonder, Like as a rich person, if I was that rich, the owner, you can only have so much money before you stop feeling the effect of getting more money. Yeah. So why don't you have a little pride and, and happiness? Doesn't that come from making sure you have lots of employees who make good money? And Do they're you know happy
1: you're yeah. getting quality work from that. Cause
0: this- like, how many houses do you need to own? Can it reflect <laughs> positively upon you that your employees also own nice places and houses and do well in life? Right. I I was, I don't quite get that.
1: Yeah.
0: I understand the like, wanting to accumulate wealth, but to a certain point, And then afterwards, it's just like, why are we, why do you have to greedily vacuum it all. Like in every little penny. And oh mm-hmm. no, yeah, pay them more now, living wage. Oh, okay, well then you're going to have to take care of your own dental. Like, I don't get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I hear your frustration for sure. And uh, it's been, you know, being thrown all over the internet and a lot of people are now boycotting those restaurants. So yeah. it's really not going to look good on them. And hopefully they change that because yeah, they're not getting paid a lot. They're getting a $2 increase maybe. Yeah. And, and how hard is that for you to pay?
0: I don't know. I, I, we'll see I how would this... love to see the math on it. I mm-hmm. would love to actually see because I saw this memo go out from the Sunset Grill and it's just like, you know, in order to ma- remain profitable here, we're going to have to start rolling your tips up. And it's like, Really? To remain profitable? Really? I would love to see the math. I would love to see the margins on your selling a $25 steak and eggs. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, really? I hear you, Paul.
1: A Western Manitoba restaurant has decided to charge $15 for a can of Bud Light. Owner Anna Dumas says that she wants to convince townsfolk to try some of the craft beer on their menu. A bottle or a draft of the Manitoba beers uh, sells for as little as $7. And she says the reaction so far has been mostly positive, but some people are miffed and say they (laughs) won't come back because they need their Bud Light. (laughs) That's an interesting way of getting people to, to buy craft beer. Maybe you could just, like, not have Bud Light on the menu <laughs> instead of charging $15 a can for it.
0: Yeah, but then she wouldn't be in the news, right? Smart woman, It's, a eh? good publicity. it's not like you would go on and be like, pub doesn't have Bud Light on menu. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, oh, she's losing it over there. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a great idea. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's
1: actually really smart, yeah. There is a movement on an inner island passenger ferry connecting the southern Gulf Islands and Sydney. The capital regional district has sent out a request for a proposal asking for businesses to come up with a case for a pilot project. Some of the islands the route would hit would be Salt Spring Island, South Pender, Maine, Saturna Island, Galliano and Salt Spring. And it's likely that Sydney would be the main port for that. I think that's a great idea. Love that. I would love to do a full Gulf Island trip Mm -hmm. on my holidays. I've been meaning to do that. And what a great way to do it. Just have one ferry that will take you to all of it.
0: How good would this be? What about like a Gulf Island crawl? Like a week-long trip or something like that? Tourists would go nuts for that, I bet. And I would take a week and do it.
1: That's a great idea.
0: Right? Come pick you up and bounce around all the islands. And
1: then maybe do like an overnighter or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Choose your own Airbnb. I'm sure those Gulf Islands, like Salt Spring especially, got to be crawling with Airbnbs Totally. Or right? just
1: camping even. <sighs> yeah, that. that sounds great. Oh, in sports, last night there was a game against uh, the Leafs and the San Jose Sharks, and I'm seeing the, the highlights of it this morning. And the main highlight is Nazem Kadri and Joe Thornton. They got in a bit of a, what do you call it, a tilly? tilly? The, yeah. A tilly or a, a scuffer. Yeah, they got in a fight. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the fight... Um, I guess Kadri managed to pull out a handful of Thornton's beard, Mm. like a full handful. This guy has like a mountain man beard and it was left on the ice and it was a pile. Like you could see it on the camera. It was being passed around afterwards too. I've never seen anything like
0: that. I like the uh, quote from Kadri who says, I ended up with a piece of it in my hand. I thought it was a hockey player, not a barber. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice one. I wouldn't want to have that beard if I was going to get into a few Donny Brooks like that. Yeah. That's dangerous. Like, because usually you grab at the sweater, right? You right. grab a guy right in his, kind of his bread basket there and you grab him. And that's But that's right where that beard is. Exactly. And that, I imagine, hurts when you oh. pull on your beard like
1: oh, that. Oh, I'm sure there was blood under there too. Like, that Reckon? was a lot of hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and UFC and you know in fighting they don't they're not allowed to have beards right you'd have to uh, shave it off so maybe that's something you have to think about in hockey now that could be dangerous anyway the Leafs won three to two against the the Sharks that game
3: the first baby of 2018 born in Greater Victoria was not the first one born in the province but this area's newborn can claim the title of the most dramatic arrival I would say Mom Elaine Tuitt of Brentwood Bay says she had gone to bed following New Year's Eve dinner with her family. Then woke up with con- uh, with contractions, but only managed to get as far as the laundry room before she realized her daughter would be born at home. Whoa! Dad, Rob it, delivered the baby while coached by a nine one one dispatcher. Get out! Yeah,
0: wow! They're
3: on the cover of the front page, I should say, of the uh, Times Colonist this morning. Wow! Happy little couple
0: there. Congratulations, Congratulations that to it. Could- my sister, yeah. I just spent Christmas with my sister. She's studying to be a midwife. Oh, wow. It's going to be her whole life. Okay, She's wow. going to school for years and years. Yeah. Right? This mm-hmm. is her th- like third degree. She's got all this schooling. It's more than just catch. You don't just catch the baby. No. Right? No, and this guy did it. it. And he's just all, he's doing that. Yeah. He's doing that
3: thing where he's got the phone on his shoulder. Right? Yeah. He should get an immediate honorary midwife certificate. If you do that once in your lawn, the laundry room of your apartment building, immediate midwifery.
0: You, you can do that thing still where you uh, put the phone between your shoulder and your ear. You know, mm. you can do that. Yes. But uh, it's more difficult these days than it used to be because you your agree. cell phone is slippery. Right, right. Do you remember how when you used to have like a big actual phone and you could put it there? And do you remember it, they yeah. sold those attachments that actually made it Yeah, the little more, soft the little, thing. that yeah. Yeah, 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 It was more o- ergonomical offices, on your shoulder. Offices, offices always Office, those, yeah. yeah, that's right. So you yeah. could do things and then right. still do this thing mm-hmm. and have your neck pricked. Yeah. Cracked. Imagine doing that, your and neck. catching yeah. a baby. Right. Wow. It was also
3: speakerphone. He might have
0: had it on speakerphone. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. Right. Sweet. So that'll do it, I guess, for this week's PJ Party Podcast.
1: Yeah. Is that the first one of 2018? That is it. That's the first PJ Park Party Pod 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 of 2018.
0: <laughs> Tell your friends. Once I still every week, every single week without fail, I see a Facebook post. What did everyone find for podcasts in the 2017 year? What was your new discovery, everyone? And again, there's a universe of podcasts. But if our little galaxy here could be a stop in your spaceship, trek through the internet, mm-hmm. that would be great.
1: be so nice. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Bye.